Hello and welcome back to Three Princesses in a Muggle World. My name is Jenny and today I am only joined by one of my best friends and co-hosts. Yeah, Amber unfortunately is not feeling quite up to snuff today, so she will not be joining us. Yeah, we're kind of doing a switcheroo. Last time we were missing Jenny, now we're missing Amber, but hopefully she'll be back with us very soon. Yeah, we hope so, especially because what we are about to start, we would really like to have all three of us doing. Yes. So speaking of, shall we get into what we it is we're going to be doing? I wish that I could play some kind of really great basketball song right now, but <laughs> quite honestly, nothing's coming to mind. Maybe I can edit in in post, fine. <laughs> but it is the wonderful third month of the year, which means it's March, and we are doing March Madness! Madness, madness, madness! Woo! Woo! It's not going to be your typical March Madness. Oh, no, it can't be. Not on this podcast. Most of us don't like sports. And by most of us, I mean all of us don't like sports. I mean, this is half a Harry Potter podcast. We're very clearly book nerds. We're, we're not the athletic type. And when we're not reading books, we're watching Disney movies. Exactly. There's no room for sports. But that doesn't mean we can't join in on the madness. Because we are all a little mad here. <laughs> all right. So, Jenny, do you want to... Tell us what we're doing since this is your brain. So what we have done is all three of us have picked four villains and four heroes for both Disney and Harry Potter. And we are going to have them fight it out and see who's the winner. Now, it would be really cool, but just way too hard for us to put Disney against Harry Potter. So instead, what we're doing is, like I said, we have villains for Disney and heroes for Disney, and we're going to have the villains kind of go against each other at first, and the heroes kind of go against each other at first, and then we're going to have the best hero and the best villain go against each other to see who reigns supreme as the ultimate Disney character. And Casey, why don't you explain how exactly we're going to go about deciding who is better? Okay. So we have decided that we are going to pick our characters, three top traits, reasons, whatever you want to call it. We have three chances to explain why our character would defeat the other one, would be the better villain or the better hero. And we are leaving all prior knowledge of these characters at the door in our decision making. We are basing this solely on the three reasons being told. So... We are going to look at each reason together, and hopefully we're able to come to an agreement based on those three reasons alone, who should be moving up into round two. And then and we'll when, battle with Amber next week. And I was going to say, when Amber joins us next time, or when she's available to join us, we will take turns um, being the judge and picking the winner. Because obviously all three of us can't have a character fighting at the same time. It will be one-on-one. So two people fighting against each other instead of three. So, But for tonight, Casey and I are going to have a very diplomatic, I think is the word I'm looking for, conversation. We're going to try. And it's going to be hard because we, I think we all chose characters. We both chose characters we really like and we feel strong about. At least I did. 
I do so, have to admit that some of them, I was just like running out of names, running out of names. So this is interesting because you picked first or before me, at least. <laughs> yeah, it was like the first like villain names that came to me. And, um, you know, we've had that villain podcast and I was like one of the first villain names that came to me was the bowler hat guy. And I'm like, let's be honest, he would not beat anybody in a fight. So <laughs> I did not put him down. Uh, you don't want a throwaway villain? <laughs> One that's just going to lose, but it's going to be fun to do. Uh, okay, anyway. so. Anyway, right. so we are going to have three rounds. And if you check our social medias, our Instagram and Facebook page, you will see the full uh, March Madness brackets for this. And we are going to start off with four, I think four teams tonight. So eight villains battling head to head. And we will hopefully be able to come to a nice, friendly agreement. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to Casey. If you watched our Instagram slash Facebook the last couple of days, she actually made a trailer for this whole month. And it is epic. Even if like you're one of those people that's like, mm, that video is too long. You need to go and watch that video because it is epic. It's one minute. You got one minute. You guys, you're scrolling on TikTok. It's like three-minute videos now. You, you have one. I'm actually really proud of it. So I spent way too much time sitting there hyper-focused on it. But I like how it came out. So I'm, I'm very proud of it, and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay, oh, so our so first battle, our first two villains going at it are... Ding, ding, ding. The Prince of Ask Asgard, Loki... And in the next corner, we have the thug himself. Yes, I believe he's a thug. Gaston! Ooh. Not going to lie, I'm kind of feeling that too. <laughs> That's the one and only time I will let that come out. From here on, we're diplomatic. We are kind and accepting. And we will focus on solely these three reasons. Our biases are at the door. I know nothing of Gaston except for what you were going to tell me about him. <laughs> I mean, we all know that we hate Gaston, but moving on. <laughs> Not tonight. Okay, um, what is your okay. first reason why Loki is an amazing asset and will win against Gaston? All right, so real quick, though, let's just tell where they're from, just in case anyone is unfamiliar. So right. Loki is from Avengers. This is um, Thor's brother, Tom Hiddleston. Um, you've probably seen memes or gifts of him somewhere. Um, but that's where he's from. He's from Avengers. And Gaston is from a little town, a quiet village, where every day is like the day before. He is from Beauty and the Beast. He is the other man in Belle's life. And I'm trying right. really hard not to laugh right now. <laughs> Diplomatic. Diplomatic. All right. <laughs> okay, so first reason now. I am. I, I, I had fun with my research and my reasoning. So I'm going to start off strong and um, just go with the biggest one, the most obvious one. So Loki is a very powerful sorcerer. Um, he grew up with a witch mom who taught all she knew. And his powers include things like astral projection, shape-shifting, um, levitation, conjuring. He can move things with his mind he can teleport he's a very very powerful sorcerer so my first reason is 
he would defeat Gaston because he has a wide range of powers that he can use against him. Um, he can transport him away. He can throw um, any object around. And heck, he can even transform into a pretty lady, distract Gaston for a few seconds and just stab him in the back. So powerful sorcerer. That's my first reason why he would win against Gaston. So real fast, kind of to add to that, it just reminded me of that one scene in Thor Ragnarok where Thor is telling the story about like, you know, when we were kids, he pretended like he was a snake and, and I like snakes. And then he was like, and then he stabbed me. He's like, ah, it's me. And anyways, where do you think I got that idea from? Which, um, by the way, Thor Ragnarok is probably the best Thor movie. So out of the three that have occurred, so definitely go watch it. Yes, please. Also, um, at some point in time, I'm probably going to be going through and rewatching all of the Avenger movies in chronological, show, chronological order. So if you guys want to join me, let me know and I can post that on our Facebook page and Instagram page. Um, anyways, let's be honest right now. And I know it. Gaston, not a very great villain. If Gaston could win just by unlikability, he would be a shoo in here because everybody loves Loki, but everybody hates Gaston. I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's your reason. <laughs> that is not my reason. I just needed to add that. Um, okay. So my reason is that Gaston is very sneaky slash stealth-like. Like, he is able to make it, like, all the way to the beast and shoot the beast, by the way, without, like, really the beast noting, knowing. Like, he knows because Gaston's like, ha, I'm here. Um, but, like, besides that, the beast wouldn't have known that Gaston was there. So, yeah, he is very sneaky and stealth-like. Okay. So, let's evaluate our two reasons and decide which is the better one and which one gets the point. So, we'll do this on three points for three reasons. So, between... I'm trying not to laugh. Between ultimate sorcerer power and sneaky, which do we think gets the point? For the record... Sneaky could sneak up on Loki, although he is also... I need to stop thinking about what I already know about Loki. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. So, so, ultimate sorcerer power, which, yeah, ultimate sorcerer power. Okay, we get it, Casey. Your point <laughs> is better. Casey gets a point um, for Loki. I'm, I'm just going to say this as a little side. This is probably not a fair fight. Um, we didn't mention this before, but this, these were paired up at random. So we didn't go through and pair them up by what we think would be a fair fight. We literally just used that wheel that I love using so much. And that was what was decided. So this may not have been the fairest of pairings. Um, the other ones I, I think are a lot better. but Yeah, quite honestly, I sat down today to make my reasoning list. And... I was just pretty much like, I'm screwed. Let's like, move on. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but so. no, yes, you did get the point for, you know, ultimate sorcerer supreme. Okay. Well, not, not the sorcerer supreme because that's actually a, a person. Not the person, though. True. So anyway, uh, reason two, would you like to start off or? Um, yeah, I'm going to start off because, you know, I don't want to follow any of your other really <laughs> great comebacks. Um. He is really good with a gun, which sounds so stupid, but it's true. Like, you know, he has antlers for all of his decorating. How'd he get those antlers? He killed all those 
poor defenseless animals. But hey, he's a villain, and that's the point. <laughs> and he is really good with a gun, which, yes, I know, Loki, you already mentioned this, like, he can, like, move around and really fast and stuff. But Gaston is amazing with a gun. So chances are he could probably still at least wing Loki. I am very glad you chose a weapon, because my second reason, also a weapon. <laughs> um, he has a scepter that contains, um, is it the Mind Stone? Yeah. Is that the stone? Okay. So one of the Infinity Stones, which makes the scepter basically all-powerful. Um, what the scepter can do is it can fire blasts of energy, it can manipulate minds. So really, um, all, all Loki really has to do is just tap him. So you got to get kind of close range, at least with the gun that Gaston uses. All you have to do is just, like, tap him. And the scepter's, like, maybe five feet long, so it doesn't have to get super close. Just tap, and his mind is Loki's, and Loki can do whatever he wants. Um, and now I'm, I'm just, like, picturing in my head what Loki would do with Gaston. Oh, I think he would have a grand old time. <laughs> Honestly, I think Loki wouldn't even, like, take time for Gaston. He'd be like, no. He'd be like, tap, all right, go, go take a short walk off or go take a long walk off a short pier that's it <laughs> so just um, get away from me so yeah um infinity stone scepter is my second reason so let, let's let's evaluate <laughs> all powerful indestructible scepter or really cool big bang gun i just have to say i'm pretty sure that gaston doesn't have to get within five feet to shoot his gun i'm just saying I mean, it might not be a long-range weapon like guns we have nowadays, but if Loki has to get within five feet to control him, Gaston could have already shot him by now. If Loki chose to walk up to it, if he chooses to teleport behind him when he's not looking, maybe less of a chance. (laughs) Yes, we're not talking about his teleportation in this round. We're talking about the scepter. The scepter teleports too. It does? According to Marvel Wiki, it does. Interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> That's what, shout out to Marvel Wiki, who has a section dedicated to powers and abilities <laughs> and weapons. Oh, That's believe what, me, I, yeah. I, use, I use them a couple of times myself. We, we will get there. <laughs> yeah, it, according to this, it can fire uh, projectile blasts, manipulate minds, enable transportation, perform astral projection, and allow mental communication. Wow. Okay, so like... Nice by not listing all of them. <laughs> So obviously the scepter wins. <laughs> and that's already two out of three. Do we have to keep going? Yes. <laughs> I want to finish Gaston. And let's be honest, so do you. Yeah, well, that's true. So my next one is he's super strong, which sounds really stupid. But quite honestly, I don't think Loki's strong. Like, yes, he has all his powers and that's what makes him great. But I don't think he's like buff, you know? He doesn't. He doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth for a reason, okay? Shots so, fired at Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, I love you. And if you're listening to this, well, I'm just dead because you're famous and you're listening to this. But um, <laughs> but you Shots know what I mean? Fire. Like, like Loki doesn't need strength, but Gaston does. And he does have strength. So he can... Like, in a hand-to-hand combat, if Loki didn't use his powers, he would beat Loki. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that you went first. <laughs> or 
Um, so my third reason is Loki is a god, and therefore he possesses god strength, durability, and invincibility. <laughs> so pretty much Gaston pounds him, and uh, yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, so um, even though he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth, um, they are still similar in strength because they both still have that god strength, that, that, that durability and that survivability and healing factors. I do have so, to say, yeah. even though he didn't die, the Hulk did pretty much crush him in that one fight. But he also healed pretty fast from it because he's got godlike strength. I think it was more like a, the wind got knocked out of him. But uh, see, that's the question. Long. Are we doing who would win in a fight or is it a fight to the death? Uh, I think just who would win in a fight because I don't want our heroes to kill each other. So I don't want to make that a rule for the villain. <laughs> so, but um, let, let's let's be honest. Loki's going to kill Gaston. I mean, <laughs> with your fact that he is a god. So, so yeah. Uh, my third reason is he's a god and has god strength. Okay, so Loki won that round. Are we surprised? No, no. But the journey was sure fun. <laughs> that was fun, even All though right. my guy lost. Let's be honest. I wanted him to lose. Picked him to lose. Yeah. All right. So that means Loki is moving on to round two. I don't know. Do we want to? I mean, it's not really spoilers. It's on Instagram. So do we want to tell who he's going to go up against next round? Yeah. This one is So exciting. this is going to be one of Amber's pe- people, villains. Yep. And are we really shocked that it's Maleficent? That was her first choice. First one on the list. And this one, this one's going to be an interesting. So, Loki's moving on around two, where he will battle Maleficent. All right, let's move on to our second group of villains. We have first up... In this corner, we have the one, the only, the one who will keep your daughter locked up in a tower for 18 years, Mother Gothel! <laughs> And then we are keeping it in the family, kind of, uh, with I don't, sister for all intents and purposes, I guess. We'll say sister uh, Hella uh, Odinson, also from Asgard. Avengers, did you say Avatar? I said Asgard, like the place. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? So also of Asgard and Avengers and Thor, that realm, the Marvel realm. Yeah, she actually is in... Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. And and Mother Gothel is the evil quote-unquote witch who kidnapped Rapunzel when she was just a baby to use her for her hair. Or she gets really old and and gross looking. And then she died at the end. So. We're not going to use dead her. (laughs) She was unalived. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I get what you mean. Okay, so. What have we got? What have we got? All right. Um, this is, I think, more of a fair fight, kind of-ish. But I don't know. You'll tell us on your reason. So um, my reason, and also a little background for those that didn't watch Thor Ragnarok. So Hela is also a god. I mean, she is Odin's kid. So she is the god of death. Goddess. Goddess. Whatever. No, girls can be gods. Okay? Okay. See, whatever. So she is a goddess of death, and that means she also has all the god strength, 
stamina, you know, reflexes, invulnerabilities, she can heal, all that stuff that comes with a god. Um, and she's actually stronger than Thor. So yeah, that, that's yeah. So she is superhuman god, stronger than Thor. That's my reason one. Okay, well, my first reason, just because I have to, Mother Gothel can sass slash sarcast sarcasm sarcast you to death. Yeah, so you know, Mother Gothel is just very sassy and also very like downgrading in like a sarcastic way like who what kind of mother don't answer this if you are this kind of mother tells your daughter that um she is getting a little chubby (laughs) and then also teases her when she's like when i look in that mirror i see a strong courageous young woman oh hey look you're here too and then like when your daughter finally does something that she's really wanted to do you're just like I didn't want to, Rapunzel, but I did tell you so. I mean, I'm just saying, her sarcasm and her sass, I feel like Hila would, Hela, Hila, whatever, would be reeling with, like, that stuff. All right, so she's going to, like, nitpick her into, like, yeah. self-consciousness, something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we got reason one, superhuman god versus... Okay, now you're like, just making me feel bad. <laughs> what? Now you're just making me feel bad. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to. I was trying to think like I was to round it up. Like I would say like mental abuse, mental manipulation type of thing. I mean, yeah, that pretty much sums up another gothel. So which one gets the point? See, see, now you're making me feel bad. It's the question that needs to be asked. Like, Jenny, you had to know this was coming. You saw Hella. There's only so much I can do. We're fighting for our lives here, man. We decided that it wasn't a fight to the death. <laughs> I say fight to the death. We're fighting for our lives, our livelihood, our respect, our honor. Like, you knew. What am I going Okay, to okay, okay. Hella wins. Hella wins. <laughs> Moving on. Hmm. All right. You want me to go again or you want to go? You, you go. Okay. So. This is he- the last god you have on your list, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Awesome. Maybe. <laughs> That's debatable. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Hella is very, I'm trying to pick my words. Um, she has a lot of weapons at her disposal. And since she is the goddess of death, she's connected to um, Asgard itself, like the core of Asgard, and she draws power from it and creates weapons from that power. And um, she has like daggers and swords that's called the Necro Sword that are, again, they're linked to Asgard's power, so they're very powerful and strong, and um, they can kill most beings with, like, a single stab. Um, it even is shown to really hurt Thor, and again, he's God. He's got the God invulnerability, and even he has a trouble with, with these swords. Um, so she has those weapons that she just creates from her being and battles. I give up. I don't want to this game <laughs> Hang in there. The next two fights are more fair. (laughs) So the next one I have is she's very strong. Like, she can climb the side of a building with only a rope. And I put air quotes around rope because it's Rapunzel's hair. But, I mean, did you ever try to to climb that rope in gym class super hard? Actually, no. Did we have a rope in gym class? 
I don't know. I feel like I tried it once, but maybe it wasn't not. <laughs> maybe it wasn't in gym. I don't think there's a rope. I don't remember a rope. But anyways, it's very hard. Like you have to have a lot of upper body weight. Okay. So okay. So we've got lots of strength versus the death swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the swords win. I'm sorry. I mean, you're trying to win. No, I'm trying to be kind. I know, but you're not. I'm just kidding. just kidding. I'm sorry. Fate was not nice to you with these. Yeah. All right. You still yeah. want? Okay. I'm just. I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna get this over with, guys. Okay. She's very young, and she can always be young. And let's be honest. Until Rapunzel escaped, she could have been young for the rest of her life. Which means she was pretty much immortal at that time. Like we don't even know how old she was. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. I think that's a solid solid reason. Also, she. This kind of goes with it, but if you want to call cheats, I can't. I I understand that, but I will, I will give it to you. I will let you have this avenue. <laughs> but while she has Rapunzel at her disposal, she can always use Rapunzel to heal her. Yeah, I will accept that. Yeah. So yeah, is it her hair, hair is on the battlefield. I think. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so Hela is goddess of the dead. And that means she can summon and control an army of the dead to attack mindlessly whoever. Are you reading my Hades one? <laughs> nope, but they're both the same, different sides of the same coin. Okay, I guess when you put young versus the dead, first of all, I think Mother Gotham would be totally scared of the dead. Um, so unless she used Rapunzel's hair to heal the dead and they were come back to life and then they were, you know, in her debt. Um, I think he'll... I want to give this one to you if you want a pity point. No, that's okay. I don't want your pity. Uh, like I said, this was totally random, guys. I know these battles right now don't seem fair. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of rolling with it. Guys, the I'm starting a new hashtag. It's called hashtag Team Jenny. <laughs> and the next two, I promise, are more humble. I'll make t-shirts. Round, I'll make t-shirts, guys. Hashtag Team Jenny. This round, Hella is moving on to battle Mr. Kylo Ren next round. And you know what? I don't hate that. No, I think that's also going to be an interesting battle. It's going to really suck if you and um, Amber end up being the only ones fighting the next guy. I don't <laughs> think, looking at the next two, I don't think that's okay. And <laughs> next up to the mat is Thanos, the great purple alien from the Avengers. You killed half the dogs. Boo. All right, that's all I'm going to say on this. <laughs> now I'm unbiased. And Thanos is going up against the crazy, the green, flying goblin. Okay. <laughs> I chose solely because it's Willem Dafoe. So Thanos, like I said, is from um, the Avengers. He is a great purple alien who um, decides that he's going to get all the... Are they called... What? What are they called? I know they're stones, but... Infinity but, stones? Yeah, the infinity stones. That makes sense. Um, he wants to get all the infinity stones, and then once he gets them all, he snaps. Half of life on Earth just disappears. That's yep. Thanos. Yep. Um, so, Green Goblin, there's a couple different versions 
Um, he's from Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man's like arch nemesis. I'm solely focusing in on, like I said, the Willem Dafoe one. So from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. So I know there's, like I said, other ones, but that's going to be the one I'm focusing in on. That's the version. Okay. So let's be honest right off the top. Thanos and the Green Goblin are a little insane. (laughs) Yeah, very. Okay. So I need to, you know, kind of bring myself back up to the top here, guys. I'm going to start right off the top with Thanos is invulnerable. Like when Thor tries to kill him and he's like, you should have gone for the head. Like really, if the only way to kill the guy is to chop off his head, he is like invulnerable. Like you can't kill him. Unless you chop off his head. Yeah. (laughs) Besides the point. (laughs) All right. um, Is that the end of your reason? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. Just didn't want to cut you off. So... My first reason is, so just kind of a little background. So the Green Goblin, his human identity is Norman Osborn, who is something of a scientist himself. Um, but he's a, a creator and uh, inventor type of person. So he has created and designed his own arsenal. He's got a flying board. He has made um, special bombs that can either be gas bombs, sun bombs, sleep, um, exploding, he also has gloves that do electric blasts out at them. So he has a really wide range of arsenal that he can use against Thanos. And like it was very well made clear, um, Thanos is invulnerable unless we cut his head off. So that's going to be Green Goblin's big thing. He can fly around like I don't think Thanos can fly. And let's be honest, he's a big boy. He's going to be slow. So he can zoom around him on his flying board and you know stun him with some bombs and then go in for the headshots he's got blades in his flying board he can just swoop down goodbye head sorry i'm having a no way home moment (laughs) um you know when peter parker is going crazy the tom holland one um you brought up the the board and i'm like um okay so who gets the point okay so we've got invulnerable and then arsenal um honestly i gotta lean towards thanos because as impressive as the arsenal green goblin has i mean it's it's a long shot to be able to get that close just using you know human-made bombs so i think thanos does have the leg up on this one with that invulnerability that's what i was thinking awesome so i get a point your first point so proud of you I know we're halfway done with this episode. Over oh, halfway done, and I have a point. <laughs> All right, what's your second reasoning? Okay, so Thanos can absorb energy. So, like, anybody comes at him, like, you know, Thor tries to lightning bolt him and different things like that, and he can just absorb the energy. And I'm pretty sure he can, like, redirect it too. Okay. Yep. All right. <clears throat> so. One of the Green Goblin's powers, I'm going to kind of go back into history a little bit. So he, Green Goblin was created through a serum that Norman Osborn made. It wasn't just Norman being, I'm going to be the villain all of a sudden. It is kind of like an alternative personality that takes over. And since this was serum induced, it did give him some abilities. And one of the abilities he has is healing. So he can take a harsh beating. Um, If you were familiar with the movies and stuff we see how harsh of a beating he can take and he kind of just bounces back from a lot of it 
So he's able to heal a lot faster, which means um, the blows that Thanos is able to land on him, it wouldn't affect him as badly and he'd be able to heal from it pretty. So I've just got to say that our two points don't really coincide with one another. Correct. Like, yay, Thanos can absorb energy and um, Green Goblin can heal himself, but Goblin can if they're fighting him. right now, that doesn't really do much. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of feel like, uh, I don't want to say it, but I almost feel like that's a draw. And I say I don't want to say it because we only have three points. So if like you got the mm. one point next, then it would be a tie. Okay, so I, I'm looking at this from a logical standpoint. So we want to, what would be most useful for for our characters? So while Thanos can absorb energy, there's not really energy to be absorbed because Green Goblin doesn't really throw energy. So He throws his gas bumps, so I wonder if Thanos could absorb the energy from those. Oh, but that's a separate reason. That's, that's not this reason. But he's still absorbing energy, so that's what I'm saying, like, I yeah, we're not using that reason, but... So, I mean, are we going to combine the reasons, or are we going to keep them separate? Because when I try to bring up teleportation, you're like, oh, but that was a separate reasoning. It is! I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to understand here, okay? So, if we're just looking at reason two versus reason two, I think healing is much more useful in the fight than absorbing energy, so there's no energy to be absorbed. If they're in combat, it's just going to be, you know, hit through. So the question is, is how fast can the Green Goblin actually heal himself? Because, like, you can say fast, but if Thanos is there punching him and punching him and punching him and punching him until he's dead, can he heal that fast? Or knocked out, and then Thanos wins the fight? Let's see. According to Google, he can regenerate damage tissue and organs, but not at the same rate as Wolverine. So Wolverine, I think, heals pretty instantly, so he's not as fast as what that means, I don't know, but that's not helpful. But that's that's what Google. So I I don't know. I don't have an answer for how fast he could heal. I don't know. I I really feel like this one's a draw. Okay. Unless we have to come back to it, and they, then maybe we'll flip a coin. Maybe if we end in a draw, this will be where Amber can come in next time and settle it for us. Maybe it is, it, is a, it is a tough one. So let's let's move on to reason three. Maybe that will help clear things up for. Us. Okay. Why it probably will. Okay, you want to go first this time? Man, okay. All right, so like I said, the Green Goblin is born from this serum that did give um, abilities to the body. So he's been given superhuman strength. And what that means, um, I was looking it up, and it says that he can lift and throw between 9 and 10 tons. And... I don't know how much Thanos weighs. Like, again, he's a big boy. But I feel like the Green Goblin could very easily pick him up and throw him around and do some damage that way. Maybe even throw him onto a sword and knock his head off. All right. So mine. And I took this straight from Marvel Wiki. So this isn't just me. <laughs> um, but Thanos is accomplished in hand-to-hand combat. So I could see the Green Goblin, you know, coming at him to throw him and Thanos giving him the old, in Uncle Vernon's words, one, two. <laughs> okay, so we have skilled hand-to-hand combat and superhuman strength. And I just looked it up. Thanos is 985 pounds, according to the wiki. Um, so he could very easily pick this boy up. Um, 
Also, I know I can't say it, but Thanos also has superhuman strength. I can't say it because it's not part of one of my well, points. I'm saying it, Peter. I'm just pointing it out. You got three reasons. I do, and I'm not using it. I'm just showing my knowledge of Thanos. <laughs> okay, so handicap combat versus superhuman strength. Kind of tough one, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I can see it both ways. Okay, let's let's combine our three reasons together and see if maybe that helps it. So if I were to combine all three of Green Goblins, so he's superhuman strength, um, can heal, and he has this arson. So if I'm combining those, he would be able to fly around really fast out of arm's reach while throwing his various weapons. And if he's able to get close enough with distracting from the different bombs he could use, he can, you know, lift Thanos up and chuck him super far over there repeatedly over and over until Thanos falls on a sword and loses his head. You're assuming there are swords. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, there's so, swords in his arsenal. He's got the blades. So Thanos can absorb energy. energy. He is invul- invulnerable and he is accomplished in hand-to-hand combat. Now, I was just thinking about this as you were talking um and energy can mean a lot of different things it can mean like you know electricity energy but it can also mean kinetic energy look at words i remember from high school <laughs> um, I was like are you are you googling right now <laughs> no. um but i'm pretty it's true um so Yes, the Green Goblin is running around and flying around and stuff like that. But Thanos can absorb that energy. Also, he is invulnerable. So even though, yes, he's being thrown around and stuff, um, it's not really doing much to him because he is a big guy and it's invulnerable. And then once he finally gets the Green Goblet, I almost called him the Green Goblet. (laughs) Yes, the Green Goblin, continue. (laughs) Once he gets him off his board, I don't know how he's going to do that because I don't have that reason. But somehow he's going to get him off his board. Maybe like, you know, with his um, hand-to-hand combat, he just like punches the board. It's funny, I'm over here in my apartment and I literally just punched up into the sky. (laughs) (laughs) But then he can totally beat up the Green Goblin. Okay. With other things combined, I I think Thanos is. I think so too. (laughs) All right, so that means Thanos is moving up to round two, and he's going to be versus... Jenny, that's your cue. Sorry, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> um, Thanos is going against... You knew him as a kid as Anakin Skywalker, but we know him today as Darth Vader. Which is, I think, going to be exciting as well. It seems like round two is going to be more intense. I feel like they are better matched in round two, strangely. I think it kind of makes sense because, like, round one, we have just, like, a list of people. And I think this is how it works in real March Madness. Not that I know anything about basketball. But, you know, they have, like, the huge list of all the basketball teams. And then, like, after round one, like, a lot of those, like, not great teams have been, like, weeded out. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. Getting rid of the the weaklings. Yep. But our next fight tonight is going to be very interesting. Yes, go either way maybe so i'm I'm pretty sure both of these people can be considered gods that's why i was saying earlier maybe i have no more i don't know it's kind of maybe an interpretation um but let's introduce 
our final pair of round one. We have over in Jenny's corner. You know him as the man from down under, and I'm not talking about Australia. I am talking about under the ground, the dark place where we don't want to go. They call it the bad place and, you know, the TV show, The Good Place. Um, <laughs> anyways, we have Hades. Whoa, is my hair out? <laughs> That's what I got. And he is going up against another counterpart that is underneath. Under the sea with Ursula the sea hag. Sea witch, sea god? I don't know, but the fabulous Ursula. So real quick, Ursula is from The Little Mermaid. There's not really multiple variations, just kind of the one in early Ursula. But tell us where Hades is from. Hades is from, let me try this again. Hades. He ruled the underworld. Um, sorry, I'll try no, not no, to. No, we need to get more specific than that. Because <laughs> there are technically two Hades that belong to Disney. There are? There are. Are you talking about um, Descendants? There are technically three Hades that belong <laughs> to Disney. <laughs> I'm talking about the one from Hercules. What other Hades were you talking about? So, I knowing you... I knew it was going to be from Hercules, but I did have to stop and think for a minute because I recently remembered that Percy Jackson is now at Disney and Hades. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, it was, it was because of me. You remembered that. Yes. <laughs> and that influenced one of my hero decisions. But yes, there is multiple Hades. So I just want to make it clear. The blue hunk from Hercules. <laughs> Yes. So Hades is from Hercules. He is the brother of Zeus. He rules the underworld. Yeah, he's my favorite villain. All right. Let's see how your favorite villain matches up to one of my favorite villains. Would you like to go first? I'm surprised you didn't put the Sanderson sisters on here. You know what? I realized I forgot about them last night when I was looking through for gifts and stuff. And I was like, hmm. But then also that would have been cheating kind of. Because there's three of them. You, yeah, you can't separate them. They're, yeah. they're, they're one unit, so it wouldn't be fair. But anyway. Got it. Okay, so my first reason is he is the god of the underworld, and as we have discussed when we were talking about his horcruxes, technically he can't die. That's not fair. I used it first. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down earlier today. Can you be proud of me? I actually made lists and thoughts and stuff. I'm proud <laughs> Okay, so then it's that's fine. Um, because Ursula I, is a goddess of the sea, so I guess by that logic, she also probably can't die. She probably still has the same god powers that Hades Hold would. Up. Are you are you making up reasons to go against my reason? <laughs> no. Oh, this is a real thing. Yeah, she she's a a witch and a goddess according to the wiki. I mean, she's not the main sea god, but she is a sea god, apparently. So, yeah, that's my first reason. She is goddess of the sea. You do realize that that means both of those cancel each other out and we're at a stalemate in that one. This is a draw. (laughs) Awesome. Moving on. (laughs) So, let's go to reason two. Reason two. Hades can control spirits. Like... Um, when Hercules is swimming, trying to save Meg and stuff like that, 
um, Hades is controlling those spirits. If I'm remembering correctly, we're just gonna go with it. So yes, Hades oh, can control spirits. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, okay? I am ashamed. I mean, even if we were going with the Hades from Percy Jackson, if you've read the books, like his son Nico can control spirits. So I'm just saying, not that we're using that Hades, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you have a habit of bringing stuff in that's not relevant. I think you're just trying to like throw words at me to confuse me so that I, I'm Is focused working? on other things. No, I'm on to you. <laughs> For the record, I just said the same thing over and over that Hades can control spirits. So. Okay. Um, so in addition to her being a goddess, a sea goddess, she's also a witch, a very powerful witch. So my second reason is the powers that she has as a witch. Um, she can control the sea and weather. She can transform herself. She can um, create potions, magic potions, and condemn you into a polyp. <laughs> I had to say that word. I don't know why that word is amusing to me, but those are what it's called her little garden of souls, polyps. Um, but yeah, she can turn you into a polyp and she can create, I found this super fascinating, I love this, a cloud, an ink cloud that's made of poison and absorbs powers. So it's kind of similar to what Thanos does, I guess. So with her witchy powers, she could create this great storm and distract and basically drown out Hades and throw various potions at him and turn him into a polyp. All I'm saying is that while she's doing all of her magic hoodoo voodoo crap, Hades is already controlling the spirits and stopping her. I mean, you know how many people die at sea? Well, then if they're in the ocean and she controls the sea, doesn't that make them under her control? But they're dead, so doesn't that make... Man, I feel like we're having a Poseidon Hades war. Let's just just ignore that part. We're not going to say that. So, again, the sea is vast. The weather is vast. So he can throw as many bodies as he wants at her. She can just continue to drown them all out until and throw potions and I didn't say nothing about bodies. We're not talking about inferior here. We're talking about spirits. Oh my gosh, fine. I guarantee she can still figure out a way to absorb whatever energy the spirits are throwing at her and use it against them. Because that's one of her powers. You just let me be right. Never. Okay. Fine. The sea witch gets the second point. All right. Shall I go on to my third reason? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of use my powerful card with the sea witch thing. Um, so really all I got left is she is super strong and she's got, you know, the tentacles. Um, she can make herself super big and then come at him with eight. Well, technically, I guess ten. Eight tentacles, two fists, come at him, you know, ten different ways, and just, like, clobber him. That's, that's what I got. Okay. So... A little underwhelming, again. I, I put all my effort into this Bee Witch thing. <laughs> so this kind of goes along with the controlling spirits, but also not. Um, and it is that things that have died, Hades can control, right? So, like, the bad beast beasties that have died, Haiti controls. Like, as you see in Hercules, um, words are escaping me, but, like, that one serpent thing that you cut off one head and two heads grow back. Oh, Hades Hydra? is like, yeah, Hydra, that's it. I should have known that. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Um, <laughs> but Hades, like, controls that. So he has control of, like, 
different beasts and stuff like that that have died, as well as Cybris, his dog, his three-headed dog. Wait, that sounds like a different reason. He can control animals, dead animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so it's between 10 punches at once, super big, or controlling animals. Oh, probably creatures, but yeah. I don't know. This one's kind of tough. I feel like any creature that's going to come, I mean, she's got 10 hands, and she can just kind of keep grabbing at him, throwing him away, still advancing on Hades. But if he uses Hydra, then before you know it, there's going to be more than 10 heads. Well, no one said anything about cutting off the heads, just grabbing him and throwing him away. You don't have to cut off the heads. You can just take the whole Hydra and see you. I don't know. I feel like this is a tie, too. This one might be one that we got to have Amber step in. But I think they are both pretty strong in their own right. And I don't think I can make a decision. Can you? No. Yeah, I can. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little biased, too, and it's it's hard. I am, too, a little bit. But I I think they're both solid, or all three have been kind of solid reasoning. Yeah, I agree. So So join us next time when we talk about (laughs) villains and Amber's going to decide for us. I think, I think Amber's going to have to be tiebreaker here. Unless I win by default since we have two ties and I have a point. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> well, see, I don't, I don't think that works, though. I know, I was just, I was just putting me above. <laughs> I'm biased. All right, so I think, yeah, I think we got to leave that for Amber to decide when she joins us next. So we do not currently know who is moving on. To battle the evil queen next round. But it will be Hades or Ursula. As soon as Amber hears both our cases. And decides. Yep. So that's it for this one. Let's let's kind of review real quick. Who will we be discussing in round two? So we have Loki versus Maleficent. Kylo Ren versus Hela. And then we have Darth Vader versus Thanos. And the evil queen versus dot, dot, dot. To be decided. So go ahead and let us know what you thought. If you thought that our reasons were good and who you thought would have won. Do you agree with who was going on to round two? Or do you think someone else deserved it instead? <clears throat> Cough, not Gaston. Never Gaston. <laughs> Never Gaston. <laughs> I, I feel like Green Goblin put up a fair fight. I mean. Yeah, not gonna lie, he did. All right, so that that's it for our first round of villains. Tune in next episode for our first round of heroes to see who is battling who and who gets to move on to round two. Yep, join us. It'll be a blast. All right, till next time. Bye. Peace.